Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Not too too bad today, and there's our good buddy King. Um, how are you holding up there, Jimbo? I'm as far as the game, the outcome of the game. I'm past it. Um, I'm on to the whole. Um, we're off to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, we're off to Cincinnati. Uh, I'm on to the offseason of do we fire Nick Sirianni, do we not? Whose fault was the the whole game? You know, where, where does the fault lie? Um, and, you know, just jump into it right now. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I know I've been saying for, what, two, three weeks now, Sirianni needs to be fired or, you know, he lost locker room, this and that. Every so often, I'm like, all right, wait a second. Let's, let's think about this here, you know. Andy Reid was with Philly for 14 years. Uh, Chip Kelly, a split second. Um, then Doug Peterson was three, three or four years. Now we're on to Sirianni. It's time that we find an Andy Reid, ten, you know, long-tenured coach. Stop at this fucking three, four years thing. But then I think about the play calling. <laughs> it's like, no, he's got to fucking go. So I'm, 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 I'm torn, but... Still on the he needs to go side. Here, here, here's 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 my tip from from an outside perspective. Okay. Number one, that game should have been a lot worse than what it was. If the Buccaneers don't drop some passes, they, they're putting fifty up on you. Guys. I was gonna say seventy. It, it like it was legitimately that bad. The, the best defense all night was the Buccaneers dropping their own passes. Yeah. Uh, so bad. Yes. Like it was bad. Um, I went into that. I mean, you had kind of a semi semi argument in the group chat uh, about Nick Sirianni because I went into that game of the opinion of listen, 
This is Nick Sirianni's third year. In his first year, he got you guys to the postseason when nobody saw that happen. Yeah. Then he gets you to a Super Bowl and within a Jalen Hurts fumble of winning a Super Bowl. So, like, pretty good. First two seasons, we're looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this season starts 10 and 1. Granted, it was a 10 and 1, which was like, uh, like, you know, you kept on calling me a hater, but I was telling you from the jump, I was like, they're 10 and 1 by the skin of their teeth. They're 10 and 1 by luck alone. They should have been at best 6 and 5 with the way some of the breaks happened. Yeah. Um, and then that trip to San Francisco, or, or the San Francisco's trip to, to Philadelphia, uh, kind of was the 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 the, uh, the pebble in the shoe if you will or or, or the final straw yeah. that broke the camel's back going down a hill like a boulder I, I don't know the metaphor exactly i just know that after that san francisco oh whooping uh it was all downhill against the cowboys team that they won against and had a very close uh game with in philadelphia they went to dallas and got blown out yeah then they go to seattle lose to a team that at the end didn't make the playoffs they were a mediocre team barely beat the new york giants who were bad yeah i mean bad bad as a giants fan bad we were bad we were just bad team barely beat us uh and then needed some calls kind of at the end that that were questionable to do so uh then you let the cardinals put what the cardinals put 36 up on you or something something stupid like that yeah like this team that can't score, you let them score all over you, and then the last game of the year is why she's there. Um, you let the Giants go twenty-four nothing in the first half when you had all your starters playing. Yeah. So like, I, I was like, all right, bad end of the year, but but still overall, if you if you take in total everything that Nick Sirianni has done. Like I, I'm, I can't fire him. After you know, yes, it's a historic collapse. Haven't hasn't been done since the New York Jets in 1986. I think it was 85 or 86. Start 10 and one, end up not winning your division. Uh, not great. Yeah. At the end of that game, I went into the group chat and I said, you know what, I I think, I think you're right. During that game and watching that game, I think Nick Sirianni could have coached himself out of a job. What was it for you that that made you come to that decision? uh, Several things. Two two big things. One, the play call. Okay. The the play calling was bad. So much so that uh, my fiance's sister, Robin, who... uh, is an avid football fan, but I wouldn't say she's a tactical strategist. An X and O's person. Right. She's not into the X and O's, but she she knows the game. Yeah. Uh, She was in the chat saying, uh, what what the hell kind of play calling is this? (laughs) Like, this is absurd, the level of play calling. I got a phone call from my father during the third quarter. In which he said the exact same thing. He said, what the hell kind of play calling is going on here? <laughs> like, this, none of this makes sense. 
as to what they're trying to do. Like, what are they trying to do? Yeah. And the the second part, and what might have been the part that kind of tipped me over to the, maybe you gotta fire him, and maybe you, you kind of get a fresh voice in there. Um, twice in that game, he took points off the board. The two point conversion, I don't understand why he went for that. There was there was no gain there. There, the, the, I'm, I'm going to tell you what on either one, I don't understand why in the game of football. In a game where the points determine who wins and who loses. Yes, there was a penalty on the field. It, I, I understand that you're down at that time. I understand you're looking for a spark. I yeah. understand you're looking for anything. You have points on the board. There's, it was still early enough in the third quarter where you could build off that. Get three points on the board and get the ball back. You do something. Like, try to do something. Yeah. But point, points mean something. Points are good. He takes the points off the board. So it went from uh, uh, fourth and 11 to – or a fourth and nine to four. Well, no, wait, because it, it was fourth and five, so it must have been fourth and ten. Yeah. yeah. So it's fourth and ten, goes to fourth and five. And then he calls a play to the back of the end zone. Like, a, like was it a fate? Like, I, 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 well, I don't even know. Was this after I signed out? After the safety? So I, I turned I the game. Before or after, do you not remember this? That this play no, so this must happen after the safety because when the safety happened, I, I just realized Hertz is so beyond gone for this game that there's no coming back. But here's the thing: it's not. This isn't on Hertz. No, no, I know. This is the play calling on the you. Okay, you're going to take points off when it's fourth and five. Yeah. To try to convert <clears throat> either the first down or to score. Why not? Why not try to get the five yards and then get the fresh set of downs to then try to get the touchdown? Yeah. Instead, you took three points off the board and then tried immediately to go for it all on just, again, a bad play call. I sat there. Well, after I saw that, I was like, maybe you have to start questioning whether or not Nick Sirianni is going to have a job. Yeah. Because I, 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 I'm of the thought, don't take points off the board. Even if there's a penalty, if there's an offsides, if there's a jump, if you got the points, take the points. This is also something else I get into with when I see these teams going for, going for it on fourth down, well within field goal range. Like they'll, they'll be on the 15 yard line going for it on a fourth and three it's like take the three points take the points yeah. get the points always go for the points you're gonna get three points if you have a good enough kicker if you're questioning your kicker if you have a bad kicker one get a better kicker two i can then understand maybe if you're going for it or if your kicker's hurt or, or something of that nature yeah uh but when you got you got jake elliott there Right? Is that is that your kicker still? Yeah, he's he's still he. I was gonna say like, he has like five hundred straight in a row kicks made or something like that. They, he's not a bad kicker. Yeah, 
there's no reason for you to, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, but those were the two big reasons. And, and, and watching that game, watching how that offense played with the with the play calling that was called, um, and then Nick Sirianni's decisions to two times take points off the board uh, in the hopes of getting more points and in both instances getting none. And I know the Eagles fans are screaming about, oh, he, he grabbed, he almost broke Jalen Hurts' neck on, on the tush push. And I mean, like, he did, but... They're, 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 granted, he did. <laughs> but they're, 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 there's two schools of thought about that of, uh, one, you should have been fucking going for it in first place. Yeah. And secondly, when it comes to the tush push, it almost seems like the referees are like, you want it to be a rugby scrum, let it be a rugby scrum. Yeah. And they just kind of let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and you can feel about that however you want, one way or another. But on top of it, Vita Bea, it seems to be the guy that <laughs> you're going to do a tush push. He's the guy that's going to stop it. Yeah. Because that's not the first time they've stopped it. This is the, the second, second time. time. They're the only team that have been able to stop it. Yeah. And I think it's clearly just because Vita Vea is such a large human being that gets lower than Jason Kelsey. Yeah. And, and clearly has been the only person that can do it. So uh, I, I, I that's where I'm with on that. Uh, uh, I went into that game being like, you got to give Sirianni at least another year. Yeah. Considering how these other years have gone. I came out of that game being like, if they got rid of him, it wouldn't surprise me. And, and see, like, I kind of had that thinking earlier earlier in the day. No, later in the day yesterday, um, before I went on X or Facebook, I forget where I saw this video of, um, and it was the play of the safety. And this again, that's why I don't say, you know, I put too much um, blame on Jalen Hurts. Him getting basically tackled, intentional grounding, whatever, he wouldn't do that. He's smart enough. He's not Carson Wentz that would hold on to the ball forever. He would throw that ball away. Now, the video I saw was more from the end zone facing the field. None of those receivers were doing scramble drills. They just they saw him pretty much getting pressured and just said, yeah, I'll just move a little a foot here or a foot there. I, and I dis- Okay, go ahead. And that right there, again, kind of shows that the whole team gave up. They don't believe in the coaches, whether it's OCs. And, you know, that, that's just another reason why I think Seriani needs to go. Now, they're supposedly having their meeting today, but not, no announcements will be announced today with Lori and uh, Seriani. So maybe no, yeah. no, again, we, we might be sitting here and have another saving moment. <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah. Well, we're here. That's why I got, I got my, my burner and, phone. Next uh, the other aspect of the game that I knew we were screwed was that first drive. And what have I been saying? Three, four weeks in a row. I'll tell you how I feel after a first drive for the offense and the defense. When we ran those first, when we literally ran those first two plays, I was like, sweet. We're finally doing it. We're finally going to run the ball. And then go 11 straight passes. Okay, but I'll also say this. In watching the rest of the game, which, I don't know, maybe you uh, went to sleep afterwards or anything like that, the Eagles could not get a run game going. But you you got to still they run. Could, they couldn't. They whether, couldn't do it. Whether you got a yard or a loss of yard, you still got to run. 
Not not but, you know not fifty percent. But, but here's the other thing: they were getting stopped on almost every one they were doing. They were not getting any uh, either not getting a lot of positive yardage or any positive yardage on their runs. Yeah. And you're also now down several scores. Yeah. Because Tampa and Baker were, and this was the thing I was telling you: if you let Baker cook, there was going to be a problem. And Baker was cooking on <laughs> yeah. Monday night. Yeah, and the, like I said, the only thing that slowed him down was his receivers not catching the ball. Mike Evans had a couple drops. That the the one tight end they had there, a couple drops, and he had a couple good catches too. But he also had several drops that that hurt them. Like like I said, if at the end of the day, if they were having a, a, a if, if these receivers were catching the balls that Baker was putting right on the money, that game is fifty six. Yeah, that game was over at halftime. If they were um, catching the balls. And it felt like that. That's the thing. It was still somewhat close at halftime. Yeah. But it felt over. Yeah. And, I mean, that's another thing, too, of just, I don't know if it's if that's the aura the Eagles were giving off or just what it, you know, I, I, I it's hard to explain it. But in watching that game, it was just like, the Eagles have no chance in this game. Yeah. Just none. And... For for that precipitous of a fall, and like I said, going into that game, I just thought, and and this is the other point. I want to jump back real quickly to the other point you were making about uh, Jalen Hurts. I disagree with you on the fact that I, where I was saying, like I th- I don't think you can put all this on Jalen. I think that safety is a thousand percent on Jalen because how. In the ever-loving Christ Almighty, do you take a safety when this line of scrimmage was on the 13-fucking-yard line? How? I don't care if the receivers stopped moving. Yeah. I don't care if they didn't do a scramble draw. I don't care. Once you realize that, okay, there is literally nothing open, and I've been running around here for about eight seconds, Throw the thing into the third row of the goddamn stands. But see, that's what I mean. I think he's he's so broken with Seriani that he he just froze. Like he he no, did. No, I, no. I think he had a, like a, a mental lapse. I don't care if you're getting your like. I've seen plenty of quarterbacks get their ass kicked, but still make smart decisions. That wasn't a smart decision. That wasn't a decision that was going to help you stay in the game. That was. I, I don't know. And so now for that factor, I might be questioning Jalen a little bit. Um, I still listen. I still think Jalen is your starting quarterback. I've seen people on on social media yeah. trying to say, oh, we've got to move on. They're starting to compare uh, Jalen Hurts to Tua and to Mac Jones. First of all, everybody. <laughs> oh, you're goddamn bricks. Yeah. Okay. Like there's a hierarchy here. All right. Jalen Hurts, I think, is still a fairly good quarterback. I'm not going to sit there and say elite or anything like that, but seriously, good quarterback. Tua, you can say whatever you want. I think Tua is a decent quarterback. I yeah. do. I'm sorry. I, I understand people will probably shit on me because I think Daniel Jones is still a good quarterback, but whatever. <laughs> That's fine. It's just my opinion. But to sit there and to put Tua and Jalen Hurts in the same fucking atmosphere <laughs> – as Mac Jones, because just because they're Alabama quarterbacks, oh, that's a that's a quarterback room that really listen, <laughs> listen. Be for fucking serious here. Yeah. All right. Let's fucking 
Use your fucking brains. Well, that's the problem. Some of them don't have it. I don't know. But anyway, one thing I know that's going to make you happy, despite the fucking Eagles eagling it, that's it. You guys are you guys are getting close to Jets territory with that yeah. with that collapse. Well, here's here's a cool little stat that I said about the the the, uh, the Eagles are the, are the first team since I think it was the '85 Jets to go ten and one but not win their division. Yeah. The Eagles are a little bit worse because the Jets at least won their wild card <laughs> and played in the divisional round, where the Eagles uh, the Eagles did not. I actually not. I actually like the the one. Um, stat but I, I ended up seeing it on X2 that you put through the, the group chat um, Dallas Cowboys Mike McCarthy uh, what was he 36 and six losses in three seasons Nick Sirianni 38 wins five losses in three seasons possibly fired possibly fired Robert Sala has won three games in three years and is like guaranteed 16 and 18 or something <laughs> yeah. like that it's like Secures job in the <laughs> league, man. He ain't going nowhere. It's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, I get less. This is that's that's a that's a whole other problem with the Jets. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later because, yeah. like, listen, I, I like Aaron Rodgers, I do, but you can't let this guy fucking run your team the way it's going. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Robert Sala is a thousand percent a coach that needs to be gone. Especially when you look at all the coaches that are out there. And you, as the New York Jets, are going to be like, I like Solid. We're going to stick with him. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that, man. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. But back to the point I was trying to make, something that's going to make you feel good, made me feel good, was uh, was uh, Sunday, the first game of the day, 4 o'clock. I know that it was supposed to be Steelers-Bills, but that got moved yeah. uh, because of the blizzard. But uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) What in the fuck happened there? I'll tell you what. If it was just a straight-up win, obviously I'd be happy. But by halftime, I was ear-to-ear smiling with with how that game was going. I'm like, I, I, I picked Green Bay. You laughed at me. I didn't see this coming, though. I thought it was going to be a three, maybe a seven-point game. Did not see how that first half ending like that. I didn't see I, no like my brother in Christ. <laughs> I, I listen. I think I said this a couple times in group chat too. Uh, like, we talk about the group chat so much. We're gonna like, we're gonna we're have to like invite people to it. I was gonna say uh, we have to do like screenshots, but edit out some of the bad shit. You can join our Discord. The link <laughs> is in the description down below. By the there way, you if go. you want to do that, uh, for the people who are watching on YouTube, yeah. uh, for your podcast people, go. Listen to us on the podcast, and then go watch us on YouTube, and then join the Discord. There you go. Uh, say it's all simple. Uh, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, Cowboys, though, my God. You said it in the group chat a couple times. Um, I forget what I was even talking about. Uh, okay. I honestly, my brain just <laughs> completely farted. So that that's pretty much how the the cow. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what the Cowboys did. They totally forgot how to play. Um, what, what, the, what did I say before? So, what did I say before the group chat? I said I said what, did I, what was I? What were we talking about? Jesus. So I, I said how I thought it was going to be a three to seven point game. Did not see how that first half was going to, to end like that. 
and oh, but I just uh, I, I I honestly I can't even remember what I was talking about. What <laughs> the train of thought was going, but at the end of the day, kids, old it age, matter because <laughs> just the way that that <clears throat> what happened to the Dallas defense? Yeah, well, like listen. what happened? What happened to what happened to CD Lamb? What happened to Micah Parsons? What happened to just what happened to anything? What happened yeah. to anything on that fucking team? I mean, you, you knew Dallas was in trouble when what was it after the first drive? They were already looking at Dak Prescott and CD talking to each other, or you could see a disconnect there or something. You, you already knew those two were in trouble. That's what I was going to say. As a Giants fan, you're welcome. <laughs> as a Giants fan, this is the best playoff weekend I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> without the Giants actually being in the playoffs. Yeah. Like both the Cowboys and the Eagles getting blown out in in the wild card weekend. The Cowboys getting blown out at home, the Eagles having a historic collapse like and this was everything I could have hoped for. And while I thought the Eagles would lose to Tampa, I said that was a bad matchup for you guys. Although, looking at it now, any matchup would have been bad for you guys. <laughs> yeah. if, you guys if you guys would have played the Packers, holy shit. <laughs> that they might have put 70 up on it. Yeah. I don't know. But the Cowboys at home, undefeated at home. Oh, yeah, they had a 16-game regular season winning streak at home, 8-0. and I mean, like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, how, how, how? And, and the team like that, like, and this is the thing, like, if you're a Cowboys fan, like, you can't, you you can't even dance. You can't even, you can't, you can't say anything to anybody. Yeah. You can't go to the Eagles and be like, ah, oh, well, at least we won a division. It's like, who gives a shit? You got blown out at home by the first seven seed to ever win since they allowed seven seeds to play. Yeah. Which is what? This is the third third year? At least, third, at least, year at least second. Maybe, maybe third. Yeah, so, something like that. Like, and not only was it, you know, not only did you just barely get beat, like, oh, a seven seed came in. What a shocking upset. The, the game was over at halftime. Yeah. The Packers... Pulled Jordan Love in the fourth quarter. Now they put it back in because the Cowboys got a couple guards time touchdown. Yeah. But that's it. That's all that did. All that did was make the score look slightly more respectable. Like in in, in the annals of the NFL, a hundred years from now, somebody's going to look at that and be like, "Whoa, what a high flying, what a high scoring game! That must have been fun to watch." No, nope. <laughs> it was boring as shit because it was over at halftime. And I even had a couple guys at at, at work. Because I didn't talk shit to any of my coworkers that were Cowboys fans on Monday. I, I've learned to wait to Philly plays and then talk your shit if, if we win. Right. And they came up to me and was like, oh, you lost there. I said, no, here's the difference between us and you guys. We were supposed to lose. We were, granted, we were favorites. We were favorites. You were not supposed to lose. You were favored in that game. I hate to break but that to you. if you watch tape on them or you watched their games they were supposed to lose against the the little giants even they dallas were, was were, dallas was supposed to blow out green bay dallas is the bigger loss yes clearly i think because of how it was but the eagles were not supposed to lose the eagles 
were considered by many people to win, not anybody on ESPN. I was going to say, yeah. And that's what also had me scared. When I saw everybody on ESPN do the the picks across the board, I was like, oh, that could be on uh, freezing cold takes a little bit later. I hope not. I hope not. But thank God that uh, the Eagles uh, did what they do best and not play football. Um, Let Let me ask you this. What were you more happy about, the Dallas loss or the Michael Irvin, Jimmy Johnson meltdowns? Did you see Jimmy Johnson's halftime speech? I enjoyed, I enjoyed all of it equally. <laughs> I really did. Like Jimmy Johnson trying to give a pep time, halftime speech and, and crying during it was something. Um, I legit thought I was going to take a heart attack. I almost got a little bit of pity. Yeah. Like a little pity. Like, oh, come on, JJ. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Um, the Irving one, the was, Irving one was entertaining because it was just straight up fucking anger. Like yeah. I love a good angry rant. I love a good fucking you know just like go fuck yourselves. Um, and that's what Michael Irving said. Michael Irving just came out and said at the end of it, he's like, all your asses got to go. <laughs> yeah. He wants everybody gone. He wants coaches. He wants players. Dak, see ya. Everybody else, see ya. Mike McCarthy, see ya. Dan Quinn, hit the bricks. Michael Parr, he wants he wants everybody <laughs> out of there. He wants to start fresh. Do you know how angry you have to be to tell that for Michael Irvin to tell you blow off the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Like, I, I was loving it. That's the level of the performance they had, though. I was loving it just because how he was acting on NFL game day, I think it was, earlier in the day, talking about the, the Dallas Cowboys all hyped up and just being Michael Irvin-ish. All of the Michael Irvin and J, Jimmy Johnson on, on Fox pregame, like, they were all talking about what do the Cowboys do to get to the NFC? Like, how are they going to act when they get to the NFC? Not if they're going to get there. Like, they were already saying, like, how they're going to play, you know, against the Lions or the Rams at home, or you know, how do how do they get how do they get over that San Francisco hump? Yeah, because San Francisco beat them so bad in the regular season. Like, how are they going to get over that? Because they lost to them twice in the playoffs. That are they going to lose three times to them? Like they were already focusing on the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And to go one and done, and not just one and done, but blown, like never, never even in the game. Yeah. And that was another stat that somebody brought up too that uh, this is the first time uh, since I think it was 2020. But it's also only ever been done six times where a division has sent multiple teams to the playoffs. Okay. And both of those teams lost without ever having the lead in their oh, games. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this I, was I, only the sixth time it ever happened. I saw something uh, like that, but not, not that specific stat. Uh, I think it was I think it was that. I think, I think it's the, uh, it was only the sixth time yeah. that a division sent multiple teams to the playoffs and both of them didn't get didn't have a lead at all in their games yeah and and of course then everybody starts screaming oh east coast bias it's why oh nfc east is supposed to be the great nfc east the they oh look at how much they suck and it's like don't lump us in with these fucking mutants <laughs> as the giants like listen we've sucked for a while don't get me wrong like we're not part of anything you know great shakes here but you know when we get into the playoffs we usually do something like, we beat Minnesota last year. At least we won a game last year. What the fuck the Eagles do, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. Beat you. You beat Minnesota. No, and then, year. Uh, about this year. Last year, <laughs> at least we won a game. Um, the Eagles this I, year and the Cowboys. Neither one of you did shit. I will say this about Dallas. Dallas will not be successful in the playoffs until Jerry Jones gives up the GM duties. Absolutely. No, 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 no. No, how are you putting us on Jerry? Jerry has consistently but, put out the best and most talented team on the field almost every fucking year. And who hires the coaches? And every fucking year, it's a it's either coaching, bad coaching, or something happens with the players. There's injuries, or there's something in the locker room, or some shit like that. But you, I, I will not know. Jerry evaluates the talent correctly. The talent is there. You can't say the talent well, isn't there. The Cowboys have the talent. Yeah. On both sides of the ball, ridiculous amounts of talent when it comes to offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, uh, quarterbacks. Fucking wide receivers, running backs. Their quarterback is one of the. Is he was an MVP MVP candidate halfway through this season? Yeah. So I will not sit here. But who hires the coaches? And hear people shit on Jerry. Say, oh, Jerry Jones is the problem. No, the fuck he's not. Jerry Jones has Jerry been Jones the problem. Is probably one of the best general managers in the NFL. I'll uh, go. I'll, I'll go that far, can far to say it. <laughs> Absolutely. So to sit here and say Jerry Jones is the problem? No, no. The he, there's many problems, many to blame in that. Jerry's not one. Jerry is definitely Jerry one, is not one. Maybe his press conferences. Maybe you don't like the way he talks to the media all the time. The media loves oh, it. I, I, that. Yeah, I love it. Cause oh, I laugh at know, him. Like maybe you want to say that, but to sit there and say like, "Oh, this guy, he, he's the fucking problem." Jerry Jones is not the fucking problem when it comes so, to the Cowboys. So, so the past couple coaches, who hired the coaches? No, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm saying. Like you, like you said, you, you said it. Maybe he... Which is what hurt with Garrett. And and at the time when he hired Mike McCarthy, there really wasn't too many other people out there. Yeah. So I'm not going to argue with that. But that's why now with this cornucopia of NFL coaching talent that is all of a sudden hit, I don't think he's going to get Belichick. Don't, the, the Cowboys and Belichick just doesn't... That's not a mix. Yeah. That's not a fit. I think we can see that. Uh, I he could get Pete Carroll though. You think Pete Carroll would would would? I think Pete not, would be Pete equal Carroll to fits perfectly in that Cowboys kind of. Yeah, but I think he's equal to uh, environment, big show, all that kind of stuff. That I mean, that's Pete Carroll all over. Yeah, but I think uh, he's equal to McCarthy. Vrabel. Vrabel, I think would be better. You think Pete Carroll's equal to McCarthy? I think he would do the exact same thing McCarthy's doing with that that team. I don't think he would be better. Now, if you look at Sirianni, and let me say this about Sirianni um, possibly being fired or staying. You only fire him if you absolutely positively know you could get one of those other coaches. I, I think Carroll, Rabel. What do you want? Do you want to get one of these other coaches or do you want a fresh start? If I want a fresh start that's going to be 10 years, I want Rabel. If I want a Super Bowl next year, maybe the following year, Pete Carroll or Belichick, which... Belichick probably isn't coming to Philly because it's coming out that Laurie still has some ill will towards him over the uh, Spygate shit. Um, but again, that's count. That's coming from Howard. Nobody gives a shit. That's why. I, that's why I think too. Nobody G gives a shit. And again, <laughs> reports people say. Well, yeah, H Howard Eskins. And which, this is the other thing. This is why. This is why Jerry Jones. I I put on a higher level than that because Jerry's not going to let shit like that get in the way of him trying to better his team. Yeah. Oh, there's something I didn't like that somebody did. Oh, can you help me win? All right. Welcome, Bowler. You know, like that. And also, let me add, 
fuck you for making me defend Jerry Jones. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I, King Zero Jimbo One. <laughs> so I gotta say, what was, what was the, the the phrase? Every squirrel finds a nut, or whatever. Uh, uh, Every blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> even. A blind squirrel finds a nut. If you guys have been listening to this podcast long enough, you know I am not a smart individual. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did, no, you are smart. You are a smart individual. You know <laughs> what you're talking about. Your ability to express your thoughts can be questionable at times. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're, you're, the intelligence is there. It's the it's the communicative. Uh, ability that so the, the brain is there it just the mouth doesn't this is this is why we have the term jimbo gauge yes <laughs> which is it should have been jimbo which like language but it's jimbo squidge yeah uh, jimbo gauge he uh, misread language and called it jimbo gauge so which it, 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 it all makes sense once you know once you're around long enough you get it which funny side note and you guys should join the discord and you guys will get used to this I've used the phrase Jimbo Gauge to you so much that it comes up on autocorrect for me now. Does it really? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take a screenshot next time it does. <laughs> uh, but at, at the end of the day, the, the problem with the Cowboys is not Jerry Jones. Is it Dak? I don't know. Again, they put my my in the beginning of the year. I said, well, I probably coughed in the beginning of the year, too. But I said in the beginning of the year that if the Cowboys were going to be successful, you couldn't put the ball in Dak's hands. Yeah. And the Cowboys put the ball in Dak's hands, and they were successful. Dak was very good this year. He, uh, like I said, he was an MVP candidate for a lot of the year. People were putting him on that kind of pedestal, which is why a lot of people kind of assumed Dallas – was, this was the year they were going to get back to the NFC Championship game because it, it was set up in front of them. They had the talent. It looked good. They looked good. It was all there in front of them. Yeah. Is this a case of just in the big moments he's not there? Is this a case of some of these other players in the big moments they're not there? And as a Cowboys player, coach, anybody associated with the Cowboys mm – -hmm. You, you need to be made for the big moments. That's all the Cowboys are. That's the star. That's the brand. The Cowboys are big moments. Yeah. And now we're going on 30 years of them not not only just not getting to a Super Bowl, but not getting to an NFC Championship game. Yeah. And, and now we're starting to put them into the likes of, you know, like, again, Playoff droughts, championship droughts. When's the last time they won a game? When's the last time they did this? When's the, like all of a sudden, it's it's becoming that kind of situation in Dallas where there is an entire generation of NFL fans that have never seen the Cowboys sniff a championship. Yeah. And like to to someone like me, you know, the, the old heads like you and I you know, who grew up in that 90s Cowboys dynasty. Uh, like, that's a, that's an amazing thought to think about that. You know, because when, when I still think of the Cowboys, I think of those Cowboys. It's it's even... And to think that the Cowboys are one of the, you know, like, like 
they're they're reaching like maple leaf errors, you know, of, of, of utility of championship utility. It's like, wow, like I, I it's 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 still kind of hard to wrap the mind around. Yeah, and it's even like um, with that uh, meme, the uh, the father son and the father son is yeah, and the grandfather sitting on the couch, and the, the son says to the, the you, you trying to explain a meme over a podcast and video is well and as soon as, I, as soon as i you say it, it all the time. it's never gonna work <laughs> but the, the, the kid says to the father hey dad what does uh, a super bowl look like as a dallas cowboys fan i don't know you gotta ask grandpa it's getting to the point that it's gonna gotta be said i don't know you gotta ask great grandpa oh my god see I, i'm glad I, I can make you laugh that was <laughs> Hey, at least the Flyers won Monday night. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> theater of the mind. Uh, but, uh, like, like I was saying, just with the Cowboys, you have to, you have to be, you have to, you have to, you have to be built for the big moments. Have to. It's imperative. Yeah. And the fact that they're not, like, like I'm, at this point, you start, you have to start thinking about Dak as like the, the just not a big game quarterback. And maybe he, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just not built for these moments. And is that something that you have to move on from if you want to be the Chris to well, be the Cowboys guy, you have to be ready for those moments. And it has been shown over and over again in those clutch moments he's not there. It reminds me a lot of, of Lamar Jackson. Now everybody is talking about Lamar again as the MVP presumptive. Yeah. That, you know, he's going to win the MVP award. And again, he had a great regular season, which he's had before. He's won an MVP before. And he's had all these things. But Lamar Jackson has the same amount of playoff wins that Daniel Jones has. True. He He's one in three in the playoffs. He doesn't play well. And also, just in general, like in, in a lot of clutch games, like he either literally doesn't show up like last year. Uh, when uh, he just skipped out and said, "Oh, I was injured," yeah. When it, it was apparently came out that he wasn't, or or uh, that he was cleared to play but just didn't, yeah. Um, and and also just doesn't show up, you know, metaphorically, in clutch games, like in clutch situations, like when games are regular season games, or they're not clutch, or they're or they're rolling over teams. Like, yeah, he's great, but when a game gets close, or it's a tough game, or it's a big game, Lamar isn't there. Do you, do you think he's getting into the, the, the Steve Young, um, getting the monkey off the back type talk? No, because be, no, because there was who, whose monkey is he getting off his back? Like there's there's the, like it's he didn't, he didn't follow a Joe Montana. He yeah, didn't follow, oh, okay, like he yeah. Joe Flacco. Yeah, like, you know, it, 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 there's no there's there's nothing like that. Yeah, like there there's no there was no pressure on him from that to begin with. It's just a case of him not performing in the clutch now again he's got another opportunity to show that he can do that uh with these playoffs coming up he's got to play the texans and cj stroud who has shown so far this year to be pretty good now what happens in this game is lamar going to be the lamar that everybody has seen during the regular season or is he going to be big game lamar which has been invisible like we'll see but if he lose if the if the ravens lose I'll say this. If the Ravens don't make the Super Bowl, the questions are going to get loud. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been saying this for a while that it just, he seems to fold 
in big pressure situations, in big pressure games, in big time games, in clutch moments, Lamar Jackson just isn't there. You know, and people yell at me, screaming, me, oh, you're stupid. Ah, oh, you don't know what you're saying. Ah, oh, I get the racist one a lot. I get the I'm a racist <laughs> one. Like, I'm sorry, he can't not be clutch because of his race. I, I don't get people. That, that happens with everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of not great big name quarterbacks that aren't there in a the clutch. Sorry. You know? Yeah. Uh, but if if he wins, if he beats if he beats the Texans, if he's able to get into the AFC championship game, if he's able to win the AFC championship game, that's gonna go a long way into erasing that moniker from him of, you know, great regular seasons is an electric player to watch, but folds into big games. Yeah. Uh, you know, so again, we'll see. This is another opportunity for him to prove that wrong. If Houston wins, that's gonna, I mean, all it's gonna get loud. Yeah. It's gonna get very loud when it comes to Lamar being a regular season quarterback. Like great regular season quarterback, but in the big games he's not there. And uh you hope he gets past that. Um and he's got he's got a test this week. I'm sorry. Like all the, yeah. say what you want, man. The, the this Houston Texans team with C.J. Stroud, what they did to the Browns. And it's not just, just C.J. Stroud. I mean, that defense is, is pretty good, too. The deep, well, I mean, Joe Flacco on those two pick sixes. Like, that, that was bad. Like that first one, when he just floated it up there, I, as soon as it left his hand, I was like, oh, no, what are you doing? <laughs> as soon as it left his hand, I was like, that's picked. I was like, you know that's picked. Yeah. That had pick six written. All, <laughs> as soon as you saw it leave it, it was just like, Oh, it was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. And, of course, pick right for the pick six. And then the very next drive, he's he he panicked, I guess. He's trying to, oh, I could do this. I could still do this and tried to force it and gone. Yeah. And that is, but here's the thing is like a lot of people want to say like, oh, well, the game ended there. And, and oh, well, if it wasn't for those two pick sixes, here's the thing, if they don't have those two pick sixes. That two pick sixes. Yeah, the Browns are still losing that game by twenty points. Yeah, like C.J. Stroud was still on his game. That Texans team. That uh, uh, Nico. What the hell is his last name? I can't Col- remember his last Collins. name. Nico Collins. Nico uh, Collins. Nico Collins. I mean, and when you thought when Take Dell went down, you were like, oh, they lost one of the, you know what, what a great tandem, a good young quarterback receiver tandem, and then Nico Collins comes out and just. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to make some insane catches that you've <laughs> never seen before. And still, like, it, it was, um, like, the Texans are, are all of a sudden, you got to think they're real. Now, I know they're big underdogs uh, coming up against the Ravens. I think as anybody would be. Yeah. Uh, the way people are looking at the Ravens. But, like, my whole thought here is, well, this is playoff Ravens now. Playoff Ravens is different than regular season Ravens. Yeah. And we're going to see if this rookie quarterback who's, you know, the, the old saying of, you know, he, he doesn't know what he doesn't know, doesn't know he's supposed to, he doesn't know he's not supposed to be there. What the, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> like, people say, oh, he's not supposed to know, he's not, he, he doesn't know he's not supposed to be there. Where the fuck is he supposed to be? He's, he's supposed to be playing in the playoffs that's yeah. where everybody's supposed to be so I, I i you know some of those things i don't get 
Yeah. But um, they, he's going to have a belief. And if you've seen some of his interviews and stuff like that, he doesn't like he doesn't say anything disrespectful. He doesn't say anything out of line. But you feel the confidence in him of just like, no, I'm supposed to be here. I, you know, I've played in big games. Like like I uh, I remember watching his interview with with uh, Pat McAfee. And like they were asking him about, you know, how is he going to deal with, you know, a big crowd in Houston and a loud crowd and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, it, it's like it's a it's a bit of a step down because I used to play in front of one hundred and ten thousand <laughs> at Ohio State and stuff like that. And you could sit there and say, like, is he like taking a shot? Like, is that like a disrespectful thing? But I, I don't think it is. I think it's just him saying. Like, everybody wants to say, like, I, I'm too young or that I'm not used to the big games or big environments like. I've played at some big places yeah. with a ton of people, very loud, big games, big time situations. Like, I I know how to handle this. Yeah. Like, a lot of people like to think that, you know, they, they, they're just taking this kid out of diapers and throwing him onto a football field. It's like, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Um. So now you have him, big game, on the road, Baltimore. And Baltimore has a has a you know a, a, a shaky playoff history with Lamar as quarterback. I'm just saying, I would not be a thousand percent surprised if Baltimore loses. What if, what if Houston blows them out? What's that? What if Houston blows them out? Kind if Houston of blows them out, I'll be surprised. You will be surprised. I'll be surprised. Okay. I'll be surprised if it's a blowout. I'm always surprised at a blowout. Listen, I enjoyed the Cowboys getting blown out. Yeah, but that was a fucking surprise. <laughs> All right, I was surprised. You know, I wanted the Eagles to lose, and I thought the Bucks would beat the Eagles, okay. but the Buccaneers blowing them out was a surprise. <laughs> you know, um, and that's another thing. All these wild card games this weekend, except for Detroit and Rams, was was a blowout. Yeah, like none of them were really that entertaining. Yeah, unfortunately, but uh, so with the, the the remaining teams now, you know, probably do our picks. A little bit here or whatever, but this is a straight up who are you rooting for? Who like who do you want to see from the AFC as of right now and the NFC as of right now to be in the Super Bowl? All right. Well I'll start with the AFC because there's really for me there's not too many likable teams left for me. Okay. Like I guess I'll root for Houston. I guess they'll be my bandwagon team. Um and maybe Buffalo because my niece is a big Buffalo Bills fan. How? Why? I don't know. She just ended up liking them as a as a baby, and she stuck with them. So, uh, but uh, I, I, so I, probably a toss up between Houston and the Bills. You know, uh, we've seen the Chiefs enough. Yeah, I would like to see Taylor Swift more, but like I, I get it. We can move on. I can always look up pictures of her online anyway, so uh, that's fine. Uh, not in a creepy way. I was going to say, I'm, no, I'm, I'm keeping my comments to myself. I'll shut up. <laughs> um, in the NFC, it's the Lions. I think you got, I mean, I'm sorry. You got, like, the Detroit fucking Lions. Like, come on, let's go. Well, I mean, like, let's they, go. They, they do have the weather this weekend to, to worry about. <laughs> that, that poor lady. Should immediately have every press credential, uh, credential revoked, should be immediately <laughs> Let go. Yeah. You should find another line of work to go into. Because she not only is she embarrassing the journalists, she's embarrassing women everywhere. 
But in her defense, like women have fought so hard to to fight the stigma of, oh, she's just a woman. She doesn't know football. She doesn't know anything like that. How are you, a football journalist? Maybe she wasn't asking. I don't care. I don't care if you're just a journalist. Just a cursory glance, you know that the Lions have played in a dome of one sort of another <laughs> for the last what. 45 years? Yeah. When did the Silver Dome open? Like fucking 1980 or so. So it's like 43, 44 years? Yeah, something like, like that. Like as long as I've been alive, the Lions have played in the Dome. Yeah. That's enough time to understand that the Lions don't play outside. <laughs> when, oh, my God. I'll give uh, Todd Bowles credit because, like, when she finished the sentence... He had the face of like, okay, where's Ashton Kutcher, and I'm I'm getting punked, <laughs> type look. To be fair, Todd Bowles always kind of has that face. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, what one last topic before we get to our picks? Uh, Jason Kelsey. You you think he's retiring? Because he came out today on Wednesday. I don't think he's retiring. I know he's retiring. He said he's retiring. He just hasn't made the official announcement. He's he didn't, retiring. He didn't he's say retiring. he's retiring. He's still thinking he about it. He told his teammates in the locker room that he's retiring. And it's, it's proven and shown that Adam Schefter, when it comes to retirement, breaking new stuff, he's not very good at it. So, Jason even said to him, you know, uh, himself on his podcast that he said he let it slip in talking to his teammates in the locker room what his intentions were. Shouldn't have done that because he wants to wait to do it properly and with the right respect for the right people that he wants to be able to thank and to uh, do all that kind of stuff with both in the game and the organization, people still playing, things like that. Like he has that, you know, he he, he has a massive respect for the game, which is, again, another reason why a lot of people, uh, and rightfully so, love Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Even me, a Giants fan, love the guy. Uh, but he also but, did say that it's an emotional decision and that's why he still needs to... Right. Think about it. And as he said, it's an emotional decision. Of course, he gets emotional. He's a big guy <laughs> like me. He, he, he's very emotional. Wears it on his sleeve. Yeah. Like you know, I cry at sunsets and and uh, at the sad movies. Like I do. Like I get it. That's us big guys. We're 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 soft. We're teddy bears. I was gonna say you're, you're, you're big bears. We're big, soft, sexy teddy bears. That's all we are. <laughs> uh, so I get it. You know, and and him being one of the sexiest men alive, like. I don't know why I'm not on that list yet. I should be. <laughs> but, you know, we'll talk to the people. We'll get there. Um, but, like, it, it, you can tell. And, and you know, this is where you got to look at all the context clues. You know, like, he was he was retiring last year yeah. after the Super Bowl. And Howie Roseman kind of talked him back in. and was like, listen, we look at this team we're building. Look at this, what we got. Look at the draft. Like, look at all this stuff. Like, we're, like let's get one more run in here. We, we can do this, but we can't do it without you. And da, da, da. so he signs back up. He's ready to go. And, you know, and again, it, it sucks because, you know, you're going 10 and one. You're thinking, hey, this is this was a good decision. Maybe this is it. And then uh, and then the wheels fall off. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a shame that it ended the way it did. But you take the, all those factors in there of like he was done last year. I got talked into coming back this year. Uh, kind of made it known in general that this was going to be his last ride, uh, and uh, and it sucks that it's going to end the way it ends. But 
I mean, I, at the end of the day, listen, the man's gone to two Super Bowls. He's got a ring if he can find it. Um, <laughs> I love that scene. He's got he's got uh, lovely kids at home. He has an absolute smoke show of a wife. Yep. He's got the number one sports podcast uh, going right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, something that we aspire to be that, you know, we're never going to get there. But you never know. You never know. If I ever get a computer, <laughs> if I ever get things set up, if we ever got a professional thing going on here, maybe. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you take all those things into account. Uh, it, it, it's it's clear what the decision is. He, I think there's a couple things, though, like before he officially announces it, he wants... You know, he he wants to get the emotion, I guess, out of it, maybe. Yeah. Like, and, or, or as much as he can, and be able to come out and say that, yeah, he's 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 going to be. Done. Here, here's my couple things about it. Um, obviously, my head has accepted. He he's retired. My heart won't. I, I want to see him back one more year. Hate to see him go out that way. But what was it for me that my head says, okay, you know what, he's done is that that clip of him going up to Jeff Stoutland, the offensive line coach. You don't hear what he says to him. All he did was give him a hug, and Stoutland was like, like, oh, shit, he really is retiring. He supposedly went no, up to... I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that from it. I just saw it as, you know, just but what, two guys. Why, why would just, he be like a surprise face? Like he, like he, you saw with the hug what the hug was. Yeah. Like, you saw when he started hugging some of the coaches and hugging the, the offensive line coach and and uh, you know, dapping up some of the other players, like you, like you know that. So I didn't see, I didn't see like a, like a, I didn't see the, oh, I don't, I, I didn't see that. Okay. Maybe that's how you interpret it. I don't know. Well, again, we see things very differently anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't see that. But I, because I think it was known by everybody, like this yeah. was his last run. Then, and so then the other aspect, kind of, you know, oh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, doing that. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, listen. Start planning the trip now for yourself. Anyway, because fuck you, I'm not going. Oh, uh, I'll drag you along. <laughs> going to Canton, 2029. I'll be dead by then anyway. Who fucking knows? Uh, 2029. We can... I mean, it's first ballot. Clear. Oh, yeah. So, like, just start making the plans now. I don't know how far ahead you can book hotel rooms, but, uh, you know, for the for the busy, busy uh, uh, tourist attraction that is Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, could, he because that, that's what he's going to do. So do that, celebrate the guy. Like I said before, like having a maybe what now this is out. He gets all the emotion out of the way now, and then like for the official announcement, I was like, have a fucking party, man. Just have have yeah. a full blowout there at Comcast Live. I, I didn't uh, even have it at Lincoln Financial. You know, uh, no. Cause that, cause that's gonna be too. It's gonna be too cold, anything like that. No, you, you do it in there. like April, May. Well, you can't do it in April. They got WrestleMania coming. So. Oh, he's uh, gonna he's gonna show up in April. He's gonna show up at WrestleMania. He's got to. Listen, why wouldn't he? I think that would be a decent, like a cool little spot there. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, him and Big Dom come out. <laughs> and like uh, tag as, team like, partners taking on the like Usos. Cody Rhodes, some shit. <laughs> Like um, some nonsense. The only like Cody Rhodes comes out with a big fake Liberty Bell or something. <laughs> the only other aspect of I think why he's not making it official yet, I think he wants to see what's going to happen to Sirianni. If if Sirianni gets fired, I think he'll come out the next day and be okay. I'm done. 
Like he doesn't want. He, I don't think he would want to come back for a semi rebuild. I don't. But no, here's the thing. I think any official announcement is going to wait until after the Super Bowl. Because that's just like I said. He's you kind of heard it in, in what he said on New Heights. Yeah. Uh, on a New Heights clip that you refused to listen to. You just read the headline. No, I I did at lunchtime after I I, I messaged you after guys. You already posted. I was like, see, he's not retiring. He's yeah. Like, you didn't actually listen to the clip until we pointed that out. <laughs> uh, but if you if you listen to the clip from the New Heights one, or you just listen to New Heights podcast, um, I mean, which I'm assuming a lot of you did because it's the number one sports podcast. Yeah. You know, uh, if you were listening to us, thank you for the the tens and tens of you that listen to us. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we're up uh, to twelve a week. Uh, you know, I we did well in our first YouTube week. It's been a precipitous drop since then. Yeah, but um, they always level out eventually. I want to, uh, you know, like uh, uh, he said that there's a, you know, he has that kind of respect for for you know certain people that he knows uh, within the organization, uh, you know, uh, coaches, staff. Front office members, stuff like that, and and for the game in and of itself. Yeah, that um, like he's the kind of guy that would never want to go ahead and make a story bigger than what other people are doing, like that. Like being being a player, going to the playoffs, other people playing their games, but people are talking about, oh, Jason Kelsey's retiring, or all oh, his players retiring. Like, he he doesn't want to be that. And, you know, you, you, you kind of saw how annoyed he was that that kind of got leaked. Yeah. Out. But, I mean, there's there's leaks and rats everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's days, a, it's so a it's shame that's of, that way, too. It's That's, just unfortunately, the world we live in, the social media world. You know, anybody who's, you know, tried to hold off on watching a show or a movie uh, past its premiere, you know, it's you can't go on social media, you can't do anything like that because otherwise everybody's just going to be there talking about it. So yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. There's leaks everywhere. So at the end of the day, like he said, you know, he's upset by that, but he's not going to do an official announcement or do anything like that. I think until after the Super Bowl, after the season, they'll do a press conference, he'll get teary eyed, he'll cry, it'll be a thing. Um, and then after, I, and again, afterwards, I hope they do some kind of big fucking shindig for him. Uh, you know, because all of Philadelphia will show out. I think you'll even get people from other teams and places coming up and showing out for it because yeah. it, it, it's, he's been, he is one of the most universally well-regarded and well-liked people uh, in the league. Like I said, I'm the biggest Eagles hater you'll ever find. Uh, but I love Jason Kelsey. I do. Same way I love John Runyon. You yeah. know, uh, uh, just a massive amount of respect uh, uh, for both those guys. So all I ask is, in case Jason's watching or listening to, first off, ah! hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, whether Philly does a a um, parade, a festival, you know, for you for your retirement, if you do retire, um, or at Canton, you better come back out in the mummer suit. Go go into Canton with the mummer suit on. I I don't know if he's going to go into Canton in the mummer suit. Why? If they do like a nice celebration for him, that might happen. He might have to break <laughs> it up. I don't think Travis would let him uh, not do that. Also, Jason, 
Travis, if you do listen to this show, which, first of all, what the fuck are you doing with your time? <laughs> you got a game to play, first of all, Travis. So calm the fuck down. And Jason, there's a lot better rough stuff out there. Let's, let's be honest. You should, you know. But by the off chance, you guys are watching this. Uh, Travis, please ignore anything inappropriate that I've ever said about your girlfriend. Uh, I do have a massive amount of respect for her. Uh, uh, and uh, I do like her very much. And you two are, are quite the handsome couple. Uh, and I've been rooting for you against this guy here, this little devil demon man. Oh, I don't know which way I'm pointing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that guy, that guy's been against you. Well, I mean, that supposedly. That guy's been saying some supposedly awful they, shit about your girlfriend. They, they, He's been saying some real nasty <laughs> shit. So if you want to come after him, by all means, you know, send the Swifties on him. I told him he doesn't want that smoke. He keeps on poking a bear. I'm telling him. <laughs> That, that's not that's not the way you want to do it, but you know, just just letting you know. Uh, uh, big fan, love you guys. Big fan of love here. Uh, uh, I think you guys are gonna make it. You know, Supposedly I'm not do one of these guys the making the jokes about the album. Oh, she's gonna make another album about it. The only album she's gonna make for you is a wedding album. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm so saying, stupid. You guys, you guys are good. I I, I love it. I'm glad to see it and. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, and in fact, in fact, for me, more Taylor. A lot of people saying, stop showing Taylor on TV. Stop showing her at these games. Me. You see her swag surfing, doing all this shit. Yeah, Come that, on. that would be on stupid. You can't, you can't hate someone having fun at a football game. She like everybody was like, oh, she's going to be in a superheated suite. She's not going to have it. What does she do? She opened the window. She's high fiving or high pouring everybody because it was uh, Rice who scored. Number four, so she's high for. She's even got. See, she's even got the and goofy what, little and what, things. And then what she do afterwards? She closed that. the window. Afterwards, she How closed do you the not window. I love this girl. I <laughs> love this girl. I love everything about her. I love her going nuts for football and loving it the way we do now. She curses at the rest. She cheers. She screams. She's all for it. I like you know all the Taylor Swift haters out there. Back the fuck up, all right, <laughs> Taylor. You good? You go with me, girl. <laughs> Travis, I'll, I'll show you some of the text messages he sends me about her. No, no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to do our, our uh, playoff picks for the uh, week? No, I don't. But I guess we will because we kind of have to, don't we? We're kind of a, we're, we're a football show here. Yeah, kind of. Uh, football, well, I mean, sports. We're a sports show, yeah. but ostensibly we're a football show. You know. Uh, although, if you look at me, it looks like I'm a fucking book reader here, <laughs> uh, which I am. I actually have. A, I got a new book for Christmas. I got to start reading. So Jimbo Gage, Volume One. No, actually, real, actually a real book. Actually, a real good book <laughs> with, uh, with uh, things and plots, characters, pictures. Very nice. Is there pictures uh, in no, there? No, okay. no, that, that, that's a that's a boring story. Not, not a big. <laughs> Jimbo, who is presenting our picks <laughs> this week? I, I have a guess who it is, but I want you to tell me who it is. W Energy drinks. Ah, good old W back again. Uh, people are like, man, W really sponsors you guys. Gives you guys a lot of money. No, but uh, I'll tell you what they do do. <laughs> do do. Do do. Uh, is they help you guys out. They don't help us out too much, but they're going to help you guys out. Why is that? Because they <laughs> have the energy. They have the energy that you need to get through your day and to focus on the task at hand. Whether that's gaming, which seems to be their kind of main focus, but you can use it for anything. Watching sports like me and Jimbo do. Studying if you're in school. Uh, reading a book if you're just a nerd like me. Whatever you're doing, Dubby's going to have the energy for you to go ahead and focus on that. Great thing about it too, Jimbo, for someone like me, 
who's a diabetic, or even if you're just a health conscious person, no sugar. There's no sugar in there. So you're not going to get that sugar rush. And then you're going to crash. You're not going to have that. It's going to be great. It's going to be just bang, 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 focus and energy. Also, Jimbo, I know you know this, but I'm going to act like you don't because it's part of the read. Neurofactor helps your brain, helps your focus, helps you think. What other energy drink does that? None that I can think of. Why? Because only Dubby has that neurofactor. Here's the other key for you. This is where the bit comes about. Well, they don't help us out, but they help you out. They're definitely going to help you out. Because if you go to Dubby.gg right now, well, after the show, well, but yeah. still, go to Dubby.gg. You go look up anything you want there. They have the tumblers as the ambulance goes by my house here. Uh, you know, that you go ahead, the shakers. For your stuff they have all the different flavors they have a flavor uh, uh trial uh pack there where you can try all the different flavors they have they even have some merch whatever you get when you check out in the promo code as i burped in the promo code st sports 18 that's what you want to put in there st sports 18 all capital letters you're going to get 10 percent off of your entire order jimbo that's that that's that, that's a lot in this economy oh, yeah in this economy, and this in, in, in these Bidenomic times, that's a huge, huge amount of money that you're going to be saving. Thanks to Dubby, Jimbo. What the, what's what's the tagline? Be better. There you go. <clears throat> I really wait. Listen, we put. Well, I put a lot of effort into doing these W reads. I really wish they would start. You know, actually giving us something. That'd be nice. Although, like I said, you know, the the tens and tens of viewers, uh, (laughs) I guess, makes that hard. So with that that also being said, you know, for everybody that's listening, make sure you, you know, share the the podcast with friends, family, um, as long as everybody's... Yeah, just throw it out there. Be like, hey, uh, I watch these guys. Uh, There's a really fat, large idiot there. And a really skinny uh, idiot. There's a smaller, skinnier idiot there. And uh, I find them entertaining. Smaller, fatter. Smaller, fat idiot. I'm not skinny. Let's be. Well, you're skinnier than me, so I mean that. Uh, I think okay. works, works, works out. But either way, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we know who we are. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I'd like to think that we're entertaining. I like to think that I'm entertaining. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like to think Jimbo, uh, in his own special way, is entertaining. Uh, and, and we try. We try. You know, yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people don't like hearing us talk or, or hear me talk. I love hearing myself talk. I don't know if you can tell that. I love it. <laughs> Uh, you know, dulcet tones, very nice. Anyway, off topic, Jimbo. <laughs> what many consider to be the greatest week of the year, especially when it comes to football, but maybe for the whole year. It's almost like a, it's almost like a football religious holiday. Okay. The divisional playoffs, maybe the best football weekend of the year. Uh, let's start off. What do we got for the first game on Saturday? First off, why is it super card wild card weekend, and then it's Divisional round, like because because they when they added the two other teams that made it, it went from four games on wild card weekend to six. six. So it went from wild card weekend to super wild card weekend because you added two more games. Divisional round is still the same divisional round as it was before. Yeah, so. but they should rebrand it. But um, but what I don't know, like big divisional yeah, round, divisional you know? round. Ah. Chaos divisional round, you know, 
you know, something uh, like that. No, nah, I like it. Just <laughs> the divisional round, man. That's a it sends chills down your spine when you just say the divisional playoffs. You know, a little John Facenda there. Uh, no, no holds bar divisional round. <laughs> this is why I got market. This is why this is why I make the logos. This is why I try to do all that stuff. Yeah, we just lost, lost our twelve viewers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's the game Jimbo okay so Saturday we have at 4.30 on ABC ESPN Texans versus Ravens now last week we did straight up right I think that's how we were doing this yeah we weren't doing points yeah, okay. uh, what, what is the spread though by the way so, you can always get the spread even though we're not using so, it so I mean this is according to ESPN um, Baltimore's favored by 9 Okay, so that's what the bet ESPN at. Uh, yeah. Baltimore by nine. Like I said, that's a that's a big number. I think a lot of that is based on how Baltimore played uh, during the regular season. Um, if the Houston Texans team that has shown up, like especially last week, and has shown uh, shown up uh, points in this season the way they've played, uh, they're not losing by nine points. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think they have a chance again. We talked about this in depth. Um, I I I can't believe in Lamar Jackson in the playoffs until he gives me a reason to do so. Um, and I know someone's going to yell at me and say, "Whoa, what about C.J. Stroud?" Well, C.J. Stroud has the same amount of playoff wins that Lamar Jackson does. True. How about that? How about how, how about that? All right, you want to say some shit to me? I'll say that to you. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's one and three in the playoffs. CJ Shroud one and zero. Oh. Boom. Um, I'm gonna go on the limb here. I'm picking Houston. I'm gonna pick the Texans to make it. Okay. Um. So just out of curiosity, I clicked the game on ESPN. I wanted to see what the percentage predictor is and Baltimore is predicted 81% compared to So that's 81% of the people that are on there that click the thing say that Baltimore is winning. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I'm taking Houston. I, I'm I'm I, I think I'm going to ride Houston. Why you got why you got to steal my thunder? Why you got to steal my thunder? Because last week I was like 4 and 0 and you were like 0 and 4, so I'm smarter than you with picking football games. Um, so then why are you following me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. If anything, you should be like, oh, you know what? You're right. Baltimore is winning this game on the line slide. But maybe this week you're going to start your, your winning streak here. So I'm going to ride your coattails here. But uh, how CJ Stroud's playing, and that that team is just playing like no care. Like there's no pressure. They, they don't show any pressure or anything like that. Listen, like they, said, could, they could fall flat on their face this week. They, they could. could. They could. Uh, I just don't think they will. Yeah. So I'm going with the Texans also. Um, all right. Saturday, 8-15. Green Bay Packers versus 49ers. Uh, and our last pick was just straight up. We just wanted to. Yeah, we're just doing straight points. up. We're, te yeah. we're telling you what the spread is. Yeah. But we're just doing straight up. And clearly in that one, if we're taking Houston, clearly we're, <laughs> uh, we're, we're taking the nine points there as well. So, I mean, you can, you can infer what you want. from Yeah. That. Um, this uh, game, this game is a uh, San Fran favorite by nine. 
Okay, so the Santa Clara 49ers against the Green Bay Packers. No. Uh, I listen. The San Fran Packers, 49ers. Well, Santa Clara, yeah. <laughs> Santa Clara is like 60 miles away from San Francisco. So, <laughs> um, I want to thank the Green Bay Packers for their service to the NFL, uh, to America, really, uh, and completely dismantling and embarrassing the uh, Dallas Cowboys. That was that was glorious. Um, and also, um, I think we all need to shut up now because I think it's clear that Jordan Love... I mean, the, the Packers just... They don't fucking miss when it comes to getting quarterbacks, do they? Yeah. Fucking Christ, you know? And but listen, maybe this is a thing. Maybe people will start, finally start to realize, hey, maybe if you just have your quarterback sit for two or three years, they come in better. You know, like you don't have to throw them out there immediately and crush their spirits. Like having patience works. Uh, and and because that's it. Jordan Love in his first couple of years, when you saw him, didn't look great. People were saying he was a bust all over. Yeah. Um, now he's busting all over everybody. Andy, he's just busting all over. <laughs> so uh, that being said, though. I can't pick against the Niners. I can't. They, they, they are just—they are that team. And outside of stubbing their toe against the Ravens, uh, which was a hell of a stub, don't yeah. get me wrong. Uh, the only question would be the whole rest versus rust. Yeah, you know, uh, Purdy hasn't played in three weeks. Uh, a lot of their players haven't. Are they going to be prepared? Are they going to be ready? Uh, you know, Levi Stadium's not really a huge home field advantage like some of these other stadiums are. Uh, so you can kind of look at it that way. Uh, but, like, if we're just going to talk based on talent and ability, and, like, I I'm, I got to go with the Santa Clara 49ers on this one. All right, so you're going with San Fran. Okay. And what was the point spread <laughs> on that one? That one is uh, San Fran by nine. Think they cover? I don't know if I don't know if I take the nine, but I'm t- I, I I I would take the Niners. I would take maybe, maybe that's a sign. Take the Niners and the nine, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> but uh, straight up money line, straight up just a uh, straight up bet. I'm taking the Niners. Um, I'm going Green Bay, and especially if they run the ball like they did against Dallas. Um, I think they're supposed to get there. himself a fucking day, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and I think they're supposed to be getting Dylan back as well, so they should have both their their key running backs back, um, which should take some of that pressure off of Jordan Love from Bosa and the rest of that pass rush. Um, I think this is going to be a close game, though. I think it's I think it's going to be closer than what people think it's going to be. I, I say three four points difference. Is going well, to be that's people in Vegas think it's going to be nine points. I don't think it's that at all. No. I don't think it's going to be close to that. I'm with you. I think it's going to be a, a, a closer game than that. Green Bay has shown that they can play, and they can play on the road. Um, and like I said, the, of, of the places to go that are like hostile environments, Levi Stadium is not that place. Yeah. Like maybe if they were still playing a candlestick, sure. But they ain't. when you have to travel 60-ass miles to go and, and watch your team, uh, and it's kind of a shitty stadium to begin with. <laughs> it's, you know, 
uh, and they gave it another Super Bowl. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I, I I I can see the Packers keeping it close. I think the Niners are just too talented and too good of a team to 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 let that go. But I mean, it. Listen, anything. We didn't see the Packers doing what they did last week. Yeah. So, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Okay, so going to Sunday now, because there's only two games there, two games Sunday. Sunday, 3 p.m. on NBC. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel up to the cold-weather Detroit Lions. It's going to be a tough, rough outdoor game there in Detroit. Yeah, going uh, going from the bus to the stadium. <laughs> burr, might, get, <laughs> might, might chill your nipples a bit. Might get frostbite uh, in those, that 13-second walk. <laughs> listen. And, and the spread uh, is Detroit by six and a half. I Detroit still scares me because they have been inconsistent a lot this season. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, we're dealing with a situation where if Baker can cook, if they can stop dropping balls, the Buccaneers are a threat. Um. But this is where we start talking about, like I talked about how Santa Clara isn't really that much of an advantage for San Francisco. Watching Ford Field last week, where they had the place packed an hour before the game started. Yeah. Where it was loud, where it was loud the whole game, where it was loud and didn't stop. Uh, that's one time where I, I agree with the coach. Like Dan Campbell came out and said, "Fans, fans really helped us win this game, man. Really helped us." Uh, I I think that was a huge part of it and a huge advantage for the Lions. <laughs> um, I think Tampa keeps it close. I'm not going to say a score because I don't know. Uh, and listen, it might be a six point game, but it's not six and a half. So yeah. if you're going to take the hook, take the hook. Uh, but I think the Lions win this game. I think I think the Lions see it. I think they're too close to it now to let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yes, Eminem. Better lose yourself. <laughs> I think the Lions win. I'll pick the Lions. I'm going to have to agree with you. Um Detroit is just it, it, it just feels like it's their time um, at least to make it to the Super Bowl um, with the the six and a half point spread I kind of agree with you I, I think it's gonna be closer than that um, and I think that defense at least the, the uh, defensive line will be able to keep Baker Mayfield from cooking I, I think hit him a couple times. You know, give a little elbow to the ribs. Aiden Hutchinson is a fucking dog. Yeah, I and, love that kid. And he's he not. Is, he's not he small either. He's not small. He's a he's no. a big boy. He's uh he's he's got the, he's a big Michigan boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in and he's he's big, he's fast, um, he's big, fast, and hard, baby. Uh, <laughs> hard. He, he he's. He's a difference maker. Yes. That's the thing. He's a playmaker. He's a difference maker. And it's something like he's a, 
he's a TJ Watt-ish presence on that Lions defense to where they are a different team if he's on that field to when he's not, if he's injured. So him just being there is going to be – that's what I mean. I think that's the difference. And I love Baker. And yeah. I said, I think if, if he gets cooking, the Buccaneers are going to be a problem. But if you can get Hutch in that backfield against them, that it's going to be tough for him to get going. Yeah. So um, that's part of my thinking is why the Lions will win this game. And that's it with you. I, it, they're just so close to it. Like, you you hope they don't stub their toe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going with the Lions. Okay. And then Sunday night-ish, 6.30 p.m. on CBS, the Kansas City Chiefs are traveling to snowy Buffalo Bills. I think they're supposed to get another snowstorm, but not obviously as bad as last week. The Orchard Park Bills there, yeah, they got uh, they got another three feet, I think, today. Holy shit. From the lake effect. Well, that's the other thing with the lake effect is that you're not quite sure when it's going to hit, you know? And, yeah. And it's just, uh, you get it, and you get it when you get it. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it can be a problem, as we've seen. But now this is the first time Mahomes has got to go on the road in the playoffs. Yeah. In his career. Uh, he's got to go to Buffalo loud, angry. Snowball, snowball throwing. Uh, but Philly's, Philly's criminal. With the snow fetty they were doing. Yeah, and, and that was fun. Th- fun throwing the crowd. snowballs at the Pittsburgh Steelers receivers. Uh, I think that was fun. There was no batteries in them like there would be if it was Philly. So. How do you know? Maybe there was some uh, ice in there. Just saying. <laughs> Which... First of all, this is the Kadarius Tony Toes game, by the way. Yeah. Because if he's not offsides, this game is in Kansas City. Yep. Or the Bills just aren't in the playoffs. That's the other thing, too. If the Bills lose that game, they're probably not in the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, this this whole situation here is now because Kadarius Tony's a moron. Does Tony dress this, this weekend? Or do they bench uh, him? <laughs> but, Coach, I'm not hurt. That's okay. <laughs> we're not we're not risking it. Um, I, this is hard because again, which Josh Allen shows up, which Kansas City Chiefs shows up. Both of these teams have shown to be very inconsistent this year. Yeah. Both of these teams have shown to be like I I I don't know. This one's a rough one for me. Okay. And this one's I think the close what? The Bills are what, two, two and a half? Yeah, ESPN's is three. They have them at three. Yeah. So, man. <laughs> um, again, I would love, absolutely love, to keep seeing Taylor Swift at these games. Um, Travis, if you're listening. I I... I think Kansas City has the advantage when it comes to experience. Okay. Coming into big games, playing in big games. I think the only thing that they don't have experience with is big games 
on the road in the playoffs in January with a hostile crowd. They've always had the crowd behind them. They've always had, you know, uh, being at home, even in the cold, even last week when it was negative nine degrees to start the game and negative 23 wind chill. They're, you know, they're at home. Yeah. It's, it's a lot easier to deal with that when you're home and you can make the trip from your own house. You know, this one is they're flying in. Or is there going to be delays because of the snow? How are they going to get there? Can they get to a hotel? What's the hotel like? Is the hotel any good? Can they get the buses to or from the hotel? What time do they have to leave? Are things going to be anything like that? Getting into the stadium itself. Well, the visitors' locker rooms are not that great at the old, uh, uh, what is it, Highmark Stadium. It used yeah. to be Ralph Wilson Stadium. It used to be uh, uh, Rich Stadium. It used to be New Era Stadium. It had so many different goddamn names. Um there's um, there's a lot to be said for that. So give me Josh Allen. Give me Josh Allen. Give me give me give me the the the, the, the gunslinger. Okay. Uh, he's just as likely to throw four touchdowns as he is four interceptions. But I I think the Bills get over that hump. I think they finally get over that hump. And uh, that that Chiefs hurdle that they've been unable to get past these last few years, um, and I think they get it. I think they do it. And if it goes with the way our our last picks went, with saying that Houston beats Baltimore, Buffalo will host the AFC Championship game. Yeah, there you go. So that would be a big motivator if that if our picks come to fruition. That's a big other motivator there for him too. How um, how funny would that be if the Bills were to win and host the AFC Championship? They went from not even being in the playoffs to hosting the AFC Championship game. They went from people wanting to fire the coach. Josh Allen is a bust. He's a scrub. Yeah, he fooled everybody. He's fallen off. He hasn't been the same since Dayball left. Like, they were going to blow up the team. The team hates each other. Diggs wants out of there. Here's, oh, look at all the drama. There's drama on the sideline. Oh, they love Um, (laughs) Al-Qaeda. We went through all of that so this team could be hosting the AFC Championship game. That'd be something. That's that's insane. That'd be something. So uh, (laughs) that's a real interesting way. What do you think, Jimbo? With with that being said, I'm going the Bills. I I think – this momentum they got going, it's just it's just gonna keep going. Um, I think Josh Allen's gonna play smart, and I think he's gonna do a lot more of those fake slides so he can run off a fifty-six yard run. Um, and I, I, you know, same thing. Like as long as they stick offensively to what has been working, the running game, mix it in Stefan Stefan Diggs, you know. Not forcing him the ball. I think that's where they'll, they'll get in trouble. If they try to force him the ball, that's where you'll see your Josh Allen interceptions. But I think well, Josh Allen isn't known for trying to force the ball into anywhere now, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think all, all four of the games, I think this one's going to be the most entertaining one. I think it's going to be the, the the closest one. I think that's why they put it on Sunday. 6.30, that's their, that's that's the big ticket game right there. And I think that the NFL's not stupid. Yeah. The NFL knows Bills, Chiefs, big-time game. You have the Chiefs that are 
this almost dynastic kind of run here. Yeah. You got the Bills trying to get over that hump, trying to get the monkey off the, the back, like you had mentioned before about Lamar. Uh, like th- th- them beating the Chiefs in the playoffs would be such a weight lifted from that franchise and the fan base's shoulders. Uh, that I mean, that would be quite the run. Yeah. So, uh, so there, there's our picks. I have Houston, San Francisco, Detroit, and Buffalo. That is my four picks this weekend. Jimbo, yours are? I got Houston, Green Bay, Detroit, and Buffalo. So so the, uh, the Green Bay game. and San Francisco game is the only game we disagree on, which would set up, if mine goes, would be Detroit at San Francisco for the NFC Championship game, and it would be Houston at Buffalo for the AFC Championship game. And if your picks happen, it would be – how great would that be, though? The Packers at the Lions yeah. for the NFC Championship game. How great. Like, if you're a Lions fan, you kind of almost hope the Packers beat the Niners. Yeah. Because not only do you get the NFC Championship game at home, but it's against the team that. Uh, you, you just muted yourself. With my phone here. Sorry. Yeah, so we didn't hear what you just said. Uh, your phone. Oh, got... I didn't put my phone on. Do not disturb. I had a phone call there, but I was saying, <laughs> what, what a, what a, like if you're a Lions fan, like to have the Lions at home for the NFC Championship game against the team that has tormented you for the last fifty years. Yeah. Like. You've got to be salivating at that. So if you're a Lions fan, you're almost rooting for the Packers. Yeah. To beat, to beat the Lions, like that's. And that would be a hell of a game. That would be that would be a fun one to watch. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Again, I, I I like the Packers. I think it's a good story. But let's not forget that Joe Barry still runs that defense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe and, he just got lucky and, one and, game. You know, <laughs> There's still, like they had a great game against the Cowboys team that choked in the playoffs, which seems to be the Cowboys' mo. So, I don't know if San Francisco is going to do that, but stranger things have happened. We will see. Yeah. Um, outside of that, any other anything else? Any other news? Anything else we want to go over? No, but was it Travis Kelsey the one calling you to have a little talk with you? Uh, I don't know. It did seem to have a Missouri number, so I don't know. I don't know if that was him. I don't know if that's Taylor's burner phone uh, that uh, or a lawyer. Like I don't know. I'm pro- there's probably cease and desist coming, or or, or something like that. But uh, or maybe it was an invitation. I don't know. You know, I think I think me and Taylor and Travis we'd have a good intellectual conversation. Uh, you know, and and my fiance as well, or my wife. Uh, she loves uh, she loves Taylor. And she she will be. Uh, we all know what kind of conversation you want to have. But that Jimbo, being said, Jimbo, 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 <laughs> I am not a savage. I am not someone like I. I have manners. I have uh, decorum. The worst mouth uh, I've ever heard just, in my life. Just because just because what I say in private with my friends uh, and loved ones. Uh, is one thing, 
does not mean that that is how I always act. You know, I'm, we are we are not, uh, you know, uh, we are not always uh, the the worst parts. I just said I, I know what kind of conversation you would have. And it's a very I good would have one. A very deep philosophical, <laughs> uh, you know, we talk about you know things that you know I, I think interest everybody: the universe, <laughs> space and time, physics, uh, literature, uh, poetry. You know, uh, a lot of great shit like that. You know, I, I, I love I love that kind of stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, that's uh, that's how that would go, because that's what you do in polite company. Now, if you're friends with people for a while, again, like you and I have been for, uh, well, what, almost 12 years now. Yeah. Uh, and things of that nature, then, you know, conversations get into the more abstract and silliness that we do a little <laughs> silly gooses. Uh, that we can be, but uh, this trying to paint me as some kind of pervert or as some kind of deviant, degenerate. Uh, well, I mean, you are a Devils fan. Is uh, yeah, it's not at least it's not a Flyers fan. Yeah, we're we're smart and intelligent too. You people puke on children. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, and it's your boy King. See you later. Stop puking on kids. <laughs>